What's up, folks? You are tuned into the Failing Frequency. I am Ethan. And I'm Mike. Uh, and we are gathered here today in this house of worship uh, to, to give thanks to the gods of science fiction for blessing us with Star Trek yet again. Uh, but yeah, we're, we're here to talk the news of the week. And, yes, um, Star Lower Trek Decks. news of the week. So we're, we're a little bit out of practice. We're doing this late again. Yeah, um, my fault. Yeah, yeah, your fault this time. Uh, wait, was it your fault last time? Ha <laughs> ha, yes. It, it's it's always my fault if we're recording late. It's uh, everyone's fault because we're a combined effort. Okay. It's my fault, it's your fault, it's the listener's fault. Um, <laughs> oh, if yeah, you can blame the listeners, I'm, I'm more than happy to take that down. We, we talk bollocks. We also talk Star Trek news and reviews of the latest Star Trek content. Uh, this week mm-hmm. it is the latest episode of Lower Decks, which has a long title again. Well, not again, but like it has a long title. Here all trust nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not quite long. I think when we were talking about long episode titles, we were going like five is like. Yeah. There's a bunch of five word episode titles, and, and then, then six is less common, and then seven is even less common still. Yeah. Uh, but how are you doing, Mike? What have you been up to? I'm tired. I've been in Vegas for work. I, I managed Vegas, to get there. Baby. Uh, Vegas, baby. A, a whole month after um, Star Trek Vegas happened, I managed to get there. Um, they let me in. Um, uh, probably for the I, best. Yeah. I, I tried to go see, you know, the hot yoga. Um, no, was there no American hot cling on yoga? There wasn't any hot cling on yoga. Sadly. Sadly. I mean, what's the point going, really? So after I found out that, I just decided to head back. Uh, but that took all of a week, really, or all of five nice. days. Did you handle some business? I handled business. You, you know me, handled international things. assassin. Um, yeah, mate. I'm constantly handle business, handling baby. business. Yeah. How, how's your week been? Uh, it's, you know, same shit, mate. Same struggling. shit, different day. Yeah, man. Yeah, man, struggling. Getting by. Yeah. By the skin of my teeth, I am getting by. Yeah. Um, it's hard going these days. Life in general. Yeah, man. But let's, let's, let's. It, speaking of shit's hard and shit sucks and the yep. and the world sucks and everything sucks um let let's get on to the news um and let's, let's keep that segue. mood going and yeah let's let's keep it sad because um louise fletcher died on the 23rd of september um louise fletcher of course played kai win in mm. star trek deep space nine uh she also uh won an oscar and a bafta uh, a Golden Globe, rather, and a BAFTA. Um, yeah, and an she did Academy win an Award Oscar as well. Yeah. For, uh, for her role as um, Nurse Ratchet in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. The woman played a mean bitch. Yeah. She could play a Very fucking... Very well. Oh, she could... Yeah. Oh, two... Talk about two villains for the ages. Yeah. Like I know that there's a lot of people who put Kai Wynn as their favorite track villain overall mm-hmm. because of a how she's played and b the believability of you know a religious zealot just just zealoting yes. about and having fun yeah. still yeah. yeah taking the uh, kill them with kindness thing yeah. uh, to, to its fucking yeah most 
horrible extent, like, and just, ugh. Yeah. Just and, thinking and you... about Kai Wynn. Every That's the thing, like, every time I think about Louise Fletcher dying, I'm like, that's sad. Oh, man, she was great. Oh, fuck, I hate Kai Wynn so much. Yeah. Um, so, power of a good actor actress really absolutely you know? absolutely um speaking of um in a 2012 interview with star trek.com uh, louise fletcher spoke about how she approached the character's motivation um we've got this article up from trekmovie.com um fletcher said power she wanted power and she was ambitious she was sort of a margaret thatcher in space or as i used to say i was the pope in space people would say oh you're doing Star Trek. Who are you playing? I'd say, I, th- I think I'm the Pope in space. Sh- except she's like an ancient Pope from the old days when Popes were just kind of rambling a bit. Yeah. Which uh, uh, talks about when, when they were ruthless and powerful and exerted their powers and fought wars and did all kinds of naughty things. Yeah. Yeah, Popes did yeah. do that. Yeah. Yeah. She's got a good point. Yeah. She's like um, Rodrigo Borgia. Yeah, and who who's who plays the young Pope? What is it? Jude Law, whatever Pope he plays. Yeah, she's like Jude Law. She's Jude Law, very Jude yeah. Law-esque. I, I didn't know as well. She was for uh, Kai Kai Win. She was nominated five times and won four by the Online Film and Television Television Association, which apparently existed back in '97. Like wow. Oh, so so like early. God only knows what they, they were talking like, about online. They had a board. They had a board. The internet had a board. I bet they had a meeting room. I bet they had yeah. a meeting place. Yeah, it I it is one of the award f- things where you can just put yourself up as like a a person who votes. So imagine what that was like in '97. Oh my God! I bet people were just voting for all kinds of weird Nazi porn. <laughs> Yeah. Just like whatever the they like, what should we name it? What colour should it be? Nazi porn. Um, got a quote here from Ira Stephen Bear. Every fan of Star Trek Deep Space Nine should be in mm. mourning tonight. Louise was a key player for us, a stone cold pro who committed totally to her character. I would have loved to interview her for our documentary, but we never could sync schedules. Sad. Um, Brian Fuller who uh, produced some episodes of DS9 and mm. created Hannibal. And the first two um, episodes of Discovery, the guy, I fucking love this guy. Mm. Kai Wynn walks with the prophets. Rest in power, Louise. Um, I don't think Kai Wynn is with the prophets. No. Um, she allied herself with the... Um... Yeah, with the coast, whatever. With the coast emojin. Yeah, the red ones, not the yellow ones, the red ones. I'd love to see like a, like like a an edgy atheist par wraith fellowship in lower decks, a la hmm. um, Satanism. Yeah. Um. Uh, couldn't find many other um, like responses to people's um just shame. Uh, to people's responses to louise fletcher did, um, did, but, do you um, know it, if you had to guess how maybe you've read it um how many episodes was she in total of ds9 think of like the impact she had how many episodes do you reckon she was in 
Many. I don't know. Many. 14. 14. Short what? Which you think in the, in the last season as well, she's just off fucking like Decat um, for a couple of episodes. So if they're included in the 14. Oh, God. God. Not everyone can be a bitch all the time. No. But like. Sometimes, sometimes even the fucking intergalactic Karens need, need a day off, you know? Mm. But to have that impact in 14 episodes where like you're like, oh, God, that fucking bitch. <laughs> yeah, and you man. think she's in it a lot more. She's like, just oh, she's Christ. horrible. She's horrible. Yeah. Like Louise Fletcher was wonderful and mm. she seems like cheeky. And yeah. it would take it would take someone who is actually very nice to play mm. such an evil, horrid, horrible person. Yeah. Um, I think, without mm. that person actually being a psychopath. Um you know, like just look at um Jared Leto. Playing the Joker, played a horrible villain because he is a horrible villain. Yeah, and it was gross all the mm. whole time. It was gross. Okay, yeah, you know. Um, citation provided. Um, one final quote: uh, Robert Hewitt Wolf, who was a writer for Star Trek: Deep Space Nine, said it was an honor and a pleasure to write for Louise Fletcher, one of the absolute greats, a blazing talent, and a complete class act. Yeah. Like Class that. act. Classy True lady. That. Classy lady. Yeah. Um uh carrying on with the sad news. Well wait before before we move on. I must of course do We've got to send her off. She may be with the prophets or she may of course find her way to Stovacore. Yeah. Um I'll have a drink then. To Louise Fletcher. <laughs> Gotta work on it. Yeah. Yeah, man. But what's what's our oh. other sad news? What's our other, oh, sad, other sad news? Completely unpredictable news. But it's, a, it's the saddest news, Michael. It's the it's saddest. So, sad. so unpredictable. Lose, Trek Core reports after losing its director, the long-awaited Kelvin timeline, Star Trek Four beams away from Paramount Pictures release schedule. They're not going to make it. But they were so confident. They announced it and everything. They announced it a million times over the course of many years. Yeah. Could they? So, for a a very brief rundown, this Star Trek IV got announced on the release date of Star Trek Beyond. Yeah. And they said it was going to have Hemsworth back and it was going to be time travel. He was going to time travel and it would be him and Pine working together. Then yeah. they asked all the cast to take a pay cut because they couldn't afford um, them, especially after Star Trek Beyond. People love it. Didn't do great at box office. Um, so they asked everyone to take a pay cut. They said no, as you might, if you've already got a contract in there. Yeah. Um, and since then, every every year or so, it goes, oh, where's Star Trek Four? Oh, it, it's it's in the planning, honestly. We're getting this director and these writers involved every year. And yeah. as of last year's Star Trek Day, I believe it was, yeah. we got fresh news that it was going to be out by Christmas 2023. Something like that, yeah. The um, trouble is, they didn't tell the cast. No. They didn't have the script written. No, I've got literally, literally, then. I've got on Variety.com, um, uh, 
Chris Blooming Pine, hmm. Chris Bloody Pine saying um, he's usually the they're usually the last people to find out. But I do know we're all excited. Uh, whenever they want to send us a script, we're ready for it. Um, we haven't seen a script. I don't know anything about it. Then they put, so you trust them that much that you've signed on without a script? So I don't trust anybody, but I'm excited. It's like not, not really answering the I question. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. He's, not even, he's not even confirming anything. He's like, I don't trust anybody, but I'm excited. Because um, the guy's asking if he signed on without a script, and he's like, Sounds great. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just, it was never going to happen. No. There, there are, there are, there are There isn't enough money coming out of them to, to get the cast. Zoe Saldana, by the end of, by the end of this year, so whatever it is, two, three months time, will be the highest paid earning female actress ever. That's insane. Like, I barely, she's, I've barely seen her in, in that much, I'll be honest. I've seen her in a lot of things, and she's a wonderful actress. But, yeah. like, and, and that's all Avatar money. Avatar right? and Guardians and, you know, I say earning actress, but uh, her movies have earned the most ever. Um, and that's yeah. Avatar, that's Avengers, that's Guardians. You know, that that's all that money coming through. That's and you're crazy. like, oh, will you work for cheap just because we want you to? Has she done Star Star Wars? Has she done all the nerd? Who's done the most nerd stuff? Um, probably Greg that Grunny creepy... Grunberg. Greg Grunberg, probably, probably that <laughs> creepy that that creepy dude that's in like that was in like The Dark Knight and Ant Man and yeah, Gotham and all the other stuff. And, yeah. Oh, he was Polka Dot Man. Yeah. Desmalchian. Desmalchian. Yeah. He's been in like three DC things alone. Uh, yeah, man. He's yeah. getting the full house, baby. Yeah. Um, but um, we should have called it. I, I added it to, to the video. We did last... call it. We called it. Well, we called it anytime anyone mentioned it ever. Me and you have just been like, it's not going to fucking happen. There are no words for how much this film is never getting made. Yeah. It may not get made so hard it literally unmakes the rest of the films. Yeah. Which beautiful segue mm. because if you're sad about having no fucking Star Trek 4 then you're also going to fucking shit yourself that there's no Star Trek movies at all on Paramount Plus. That's right. Paramount Plus have they've taken the films off then they put the films back on and now they've Taking the films off again. <laughs> it hurts me. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't Star hurt Trek, me. As a, as a reminder to, to people who don't know, Star Trek is one of, if not the, Paramount uh, um, franchises for Paramount. And yeah. to not have it on their streaming service. You know, they've launched channels with Star Trek before. And, and yet they can't manage to not fuck around continuously. And Honestly. Par- Paramount Plus has been out for a good amount of time now. M- maybe a year? Something like a, a, that, In the yeah. US, something like that. Before yeah. that, you know, th- this isn't a new service where they're now scrambling to collect all their licenses. Before that, there was CBS Plus. Um, I like this at the bottom of this, trekmovie.com. They can't take away your discs! Yeah. <laughs> uh... <laughs> But yeah, so so 
all ten. So the all ten TNG movies, all 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 the OG movies, all the TNG movies are off, leaving just st- the two two Kelvin movies, Star Trek 09 and Star Trek in the Darkness. No Star Trek three. No Star I think Trek Beyond, Beyond is still on Netflix, at least in in our region. And absolutely, one hundred and fifty percent, no Star Trek four. Yeah. Um, but that's that's it for the sad-ish news and the sad, sad news. Hmm. Never mind, no films. How about Yes Comics? Yes Comics. Is that? Yes Comics. Yes comics. Hi. Uh, so we've, we've had some, uh, some, some details uh, fed to us about the upcoming Strange New Worlds, the Illyrian Enigma comic series. Um, it's said to bridge the gap between series one and two of Strange New Worlds. What do you reckon of that? Sounds good. It sounds good. Any, any more Strange New Worlds, I'll, I'll lap up. Absolutely. And, you know, the, the covers looked good. Yes, they do. One of yeah, the covers it's... had Hemmer still on, and I was like... Oh, come on. Maybe not. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. God, that the one is, like, photorealistic-ish, and it's it's yeah. a close-up, and it's... Man, I'm... I'm oh. I'm really feeling the uncanny, uncanny valley today. Uh, here we go. Uh, in a joint statement, Johnson, Bayer, and Kirchhoff say, the only thing more fun than Strange New Worlds is more Strange New Worlds. Uh, we're thrilled to bring... Jesus, was that written by the guy who wrote the copy for the fucking <laughs> Star Trek Day fucking live performance? Whatever that was. Yeah. Uh, we're thrilled to bring fans the first comic book adventure starring everyone's favourite new crew. In an all-new story that picks up where season one left off, we couldn't be happier than Meg- that Megan Levins is beaming aboard to join us. Yeah. Um, um, what ultimately draws me... This is Levin. What ultimately draws me to any project is the characters, and after only one short season, I'm already so deeply invested in the entire cast of Strange New Worlds. Hmm. Um, yeah, same. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think they know now that you know Strange New Worlds is going to be the you know lead show for, yeah. for Trek. Yeah, you definitely. Um, and it's good that they're embracing the weirdo, you know. Yeah, yeah. Embrace Not the right. Trekkie. Let's let's find a guy who likes it. Get yeah. them to write it. Mm. So remember, remember the sad news about um, the toy company imploding. Eagle Moss. Yes. Eagle Moss financially imploded. Mm. Sad. Still can't uh, buy the stuff. No. Editor's note. It looks like um, there's going to be some announcement regarding Eagle Moss and their products coming up soon. Mm. Uh, but don't be sad because Blue Bricks has got you covered. Uh, they're releasing a really sweet pair of runabouts that you can get. I really want this TOS runabout. Yeah. It's cool. And for, uh, for those that don't know, Blue Bricks is a make-it-yourself Lego, not knockoff. It's not just Lego. Just legally distinct from Lego. Not Lego in quotes with a hyphen. Yeah. It's not Lego. Like, yeah. it's, it's it's not Lego. Yeah. Yeah. Because mm. it's fucking Lego. Yeah. Like, like, but Le- Lego can't have the license for Star Trek because of Star Wars. It's specifically written in there that they can't get Star Trek as well. What? So if it goes to a different company to do Lego-ish stuff, then good. I'm sorry, what? So as part of the contract with 
th- this is heavily rumored, but rumored it's been rumored since Star Wars went into Lego. Um, that their license agreement says that they can't have similar sci-fi franchises, and that includes stuff with Star in the name. So there's not going to be well, any. I was going to say Trek similar, movie. similar yeah. stuff. Si- it's not sci. Star Wars. Star Wars isn't sci-fi. Mm. I'm sorry, but Star Wars is not science fiction in yeah. general. Nowadays, does it's, does, it's, does um? It's space fantasy, space opera. Yeah, it's not fucking sci-fi. It's magic. There's there's a few more series of Star Trek nowadays that lean more into technology. Might as well be magic though. One of them oh, are you a, calling a out Sonic... Star Trek Discovery? Are you calling? Are you calling about? I, calling I was out actually Picard going to say the Sonic Picard. screwdriver. Yeah, the that Sonic was just, screwdriver. That was a magic technology. That was just a Sonic screwdriver. Yeah. Discovery has you time crystals. Yeah. Time crystal. Yeah. I have the time crystal. If you want the time crystal, you must answer these three riddles. <laughs> these riddles. <laughs> <three>. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, but. Yeah, no, Star Wars isn't fantasy. Um, and uh, Blue Bricks is fucking Lego. Uh, if, but if uh, if you're not that bothered about kits and shit, mm-hmm. dolls are more your thing, which is fine. Yeah. Um, the XO6. I've got to read you this headline. The XO6 Mirasulu may be the best Star Trek figure ever. And, like, you got to put the picture in. Cause like, yeah, like it is a good likeness. It's like, a very good likeness. Like you were saying, it is a good likeness, and there's a couple of pictures from different angles. But it 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 does kind of look a bit like, and especially when you see the full shot, he looks like a fucking Jerry Anderson nightmare. Yeah, like he he is a fucking Misteron. Yeah, but at least it looks like uh, it looks like him. They've got. On the, the site I saw it, they had, whichever site what that was, uh, they had the just normal Sulu action figure. Oh, yeah, this guy. Looks this guy. Like that's him. not Sulu. That's yeah. Sulu's cousin. Yeah. That's Sulu's that's cousin. Mulu. Yeah, that's <laughs> Mulu. <laughs> he's handsome. Yeah. I've never seen him before in my Riddle. life, but he's <laughs> a handsome guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, like Star Trek is definitely they are definitely upping their merchandising game, or they're trying to. Yeah, you know, there's been a few setbacks, and there's been in general just a, just a, a vast lack of of you know good merchandising and marketing going on with Star Trek for a good few years. Yeah, you know um, what that would have been good though to to have this news ready to go. On Star Trek Day. And yeah. instead of having a comedian up go, look at all this merch. Yeah, with a table where they've clearly yeah. come up with a sketch on the fly. Yeah. Um, while they're like, they look like they're fucking hawking shit at a fucking carboo sale mm. on stage. Like, Star-, Star Wars Day has merch and they release, they have done in the past at least, every hour or so they say, oh, and this is coming out. And then this is coming out, and it's a whole day event. You know, we don't need that for track. You can still get it done in an hour, but you just go and look at, you know, Nerf gun, and you just shuffle along the table and go like, 
figure of Sulu. You then you shuffle on the table. Then you it, at least make it, make it exciting and have it, stuff ready to go. That's the thing. Like uh, like for Star Wars Day, when they do the event, it's kind of like a convention, isn't it? Yeah. There wasn't anything like that at, par- at the fucking Star Trek Day. The Star Trek Day yeah, was like a like an award. It was it was set out more like an award ceremony. Yeah. Uh, but I, I don't think it needs to be as big as a day event. No, they don't. Like a, they, they the barely have enough streaming three. event that they yeah. that they've been doing for the past few years have been awesome. Mm. Yeah, getting fucking Will Wheaton and fucking fucking little 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 baby Geordie's daughter. Yeah, like getting them doing stuff. Great. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but enough about. Honestly, I'll never stop talking enough, about enough, what a enough fucking about catastrophe our... that was. Um, yeah. This got um, reported, well, not reported, but you know, shared on um, on Trek Movie or TrekCore.com. Um, it was uploaded to YouTube in March of 2022, mm-hmm. and it's it's just something that I that I saw that I, that I would like to recommend people check out because it's a good bit of fun. It's the Star Trek Next Generation electronic press kit from 1987. Uh, so this is basically like um, they would send this to networks mm. that were going to be airing Star Trek and it had footage from the show that they could cut into adverts and stuff and little interviews um, with the cast and the creators, an interview with Gene Roddenberry, all stuff I've never seen before. Yeah. Um, which is cool. Uh, it's fun to see things from Star Trek from the past that you haven't seen before. Hmm. Um, I know there, there was definitely a Voyager one as well, because I think I've seen the Voyager one way back when, because I remember Robert Picardo interviews and Kate Mulgrew interviews. Yeah, I've seen that um, one. I've seen that yeah. one, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, go check that out. Go check that out. It's it's dead fun. Um, uh, one more bit of news, and then... Mike's got another got bit something. of news. I'm excited. Yeah. Um, but I just wanted to talk about this. Um, so I don't know if you know anything about the American political landscape, Mike. Um, but it's it's a bit of a fucking night. It, it's a minefield. Yeah. It's a fucking... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, uh, I was ready to say something, but I don't <laughs> It's a fucking... Like, it's, I, w- I would say it's a swamp, but, but like... I don't want to well, use Well, they that need word. to drain that swamp. They do need to drain that swamp. <laughs> uh, but, like, so... There's some fucking right-wing asshole called um, Republican Governor Brian Kemp. Yeah. Tweeted a photo of um, left-wing American politician Stacey Abrams on screen now reading, Stacey Abrams' radical agenda is out of this world. Now, this poster, believe it or not, Mike, is supposed yeah. to be a teardown of Stacey mm. Abrams. Yeah. Uh, because people it... should... Because, because Stacey Abrams was in Star Trek, so they put her in a, in a Star Trek... In a, the, the uniform that she wore as President of Earth or yeah. President of the Federation. And what they're desperately trying to say is this person's policies, you know, are so unachievable. But with out of this world also being used for our fantastic. Fucking sick! Yeah, nice! With radical being used for, well, A, 
America needs some radical cool. politicians but, yeah. because but, yeah, it's American. Absolutely. <laughs> and radical is like but, Bill yeah, and Ted dude. shit. <laughs> you know? and, and, and using a photo of her where like the camera is looking up and she is like unquestionably looking like a fucking boss. Yeah, she looks like some sort of like TOS god of a planet. She looks like a, this looks like a movie poster. This yeah. looks like this looks this looks fucking sick. Yeah, like this poster doesn't. So so the presumably the threat, just from what I can gather from the poster, mm. is that she was in Star Trek, and because it is. No, it, it has been brought to light that they have for sure 100% um, after digitally darkened the shade of her skin in this photo. Okay. Her skin is much darker in this photo than it, than it is in, in any of the shots. I wonder why they would do that. Well, because she's a black nerd and that's what you should be afraid of. Because that's it. I am because, afraid of nerds. Oh, oh man. Well, well, we're all afraid of nerds. <laughs> they rule the world now. Yeah. Um, and and people, you know, that's 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 the message that I'm getting from this this person. Yeah. Brian Kemp. Um, that she's a black woman who is a nerd. Um, her policies are radical. Um, mm. why don't you tell me, um. What you think of some of Stacey Abrams' pro, uh, policies, Mike? Just well, reading off a... These uh, are just uh, on a Wikipedia page. Yeah. Um, Abrams supports abortion rights, advocates advocates for expanded gun control, and opposes proposals for stricter voter ID laws. How does that sound? Does that sound crazy to you? Does that sound sounds good to me. Completely radical and out of this world? No. Um, what there, about there are many what, countries all over the same world that America is in that has gun restrictions that doesn't need ID cards for for voting. You know? Oh well, if that's uh, if that if that's not too crazy for you, then what about um, the fact that Abrams supports criminal justice reform in the form of no cash bails for poor defendants? Sounds good to me. Ah uh, well, what about her wanting to abolish the death penalty? Sounds good to me. Ah, well, you fucking hippie. What about decriminalization of small amounts of marijuana? I mean, it's already decriminalized depending on what state you're in, so it sounds Uh, good to me to be consistent. uh, You're a bleeding heart liberal. (laughs) Um, What about her top priority, which is Medicaid expansion? Sounds good to me. God damn you, you fucking hippie. I think you also need a couple more other reforms in healthcare as as you get more um, expanded social care. Oh, so what? I'm all for expanded social care in the US. Yeah, absolutely. You would be all for that, wouldn't you? Yes. Well, what (laughs) about... What about her opposition to the Israeli-Palestine conflict? Uh, well, it would be nice if if um, they both stopped oh, you at each other. God damn liberals! You're nice everywhere. Iran stopped taking over Palestinian land. Completely 
out of this world policies. Yeah. Honestly, what a turd. Yeah, I, I am. I am absolutely ridiculous in my bleeding heart liberal status of, um, you know, wanting to the the US to be less of a shit place. Yes, I am all for more places being less shit. Yes. Absolutely. Um, um, I don't like Brian Kemp, Republican governor. If you're watching this, why don't you go fuck yourself? Yeah. Yeah, I'm calling him out. Yeah. At I mean, me. find it, me on TikTok, motherfucker. If if there's someone watching this, and you don't have to agree with us on all those policies, you, you know. As I say, I think if you want to reform healthcare in the US, you need to do more than looking at the insurance industry. You yeah, need absolutely. to also I look think... at having those, you know, for one extra thing, those adverts on TV all the time that say, oh, talk to your doctor about plumeroquine, which will give you, um, you know, this and may cause death. It, yeah. it will boost your hair growth by 10% and may cause death. You need to address that as well. Mm-hmm. But if there's someone that yes. goes like, oh, you know, no, I, I think... I think the things that she's trying to do are evil. Um, then you know they're out of this world. There's exit links, you know, in in mm-hmm. your your all over here. Different videos to watch. Yeah, man. If you think that Stacey Abrams is um, uh, radical and that mm. uh, her policies are out of this world in a bad way, mm. you can get to fuck. Wait, and especially if you think darkening her skin for a, a poster Fucking that is political Jesus. against her yeah. is is fine, and you see no problem in that, and you see no problem in like the reason behind that. Again, leave instantly. <laughs> we we don't want you if you're one of those people. The fucking gall. Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ, man. I mean, you've just been to you've just been to the to the West. You've yeah. just been to the colonies. Did mm. you see any adverts for medications and shit? I saw a lot of adverts for gambling. I didn't see much medication stuff. That oh, you were in Vegas. Ve- you weren't. Yeah. To be honest, you weren't in America. ITV. You weren't yeah. in America. You were in <laughs> Vegas. Yeah. yeah, I was in the, the yeah. Wild West, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. And not they have like TV, they also so. do like political. Could you imagine if if like a politician? made a political teardown advert for another politician here in the UK. Well, I mean, like, we, we the have EDL political... does. The EDL makes videos and shit. <laughs> like, yeah, and we, we have party political broadcasts here, but they're not, you know, this person wants to kill all your children. Yeah, this person eats babies and yeah. worships Satan. Yeah. This woman is black. That's basically the message. How do we make her look more menacing after making her look arguably fucking awesome on this poster? Darken her skin. Yeah. Are you, are you done with your news and do you want my um, my other bit to annoy give you? Me, give me the news. Okay. We, we missed it in the last week because it was out by then. Um, but there has been a leaked um, plotline over season plotline for Discovery season five. What? And and normally I wouldn't 
cover it. I wouldn't want to spoil people. Or I'd put spoiler time codes in or whatever for people to skip it. I'm not going to do that this time because A, it's effort. And B, once I've read it, you'll understand why it's not a spoiler. So let me read. In season five, Captain Berman, Burnham and the crew of the USS Discovery must uncover a mystery that sends them on an epic adventure across the galaxy to find an ancient force whose existence has been deliberately hidden for centuries. But there are others chasing them as well. Dangerous enemies who are desperate to claim the prize for themselves and will stop at nothing to get it. So that's season four of Discovery as well. Four. That's season four. Full on. That's Might be full season, on season three. Four. Season two, definitely. Ancient yeah. Force. They had yeah. to go get the they had to go answer riddles, get a time crystal. Yeah. I imagine that it is a leak and it might not be true, but imagine if if that's an official release ready to go and they're like, right, we've we've had the best writer to come up with a season description to pull everyone in. What's he done? Oh, he's just pulled out last year's description of the season. Well, oh, well no, what's worse? He changed worse, the number up top. Or what's even worse, which is he has been mm. a part of the writing um, yeah. throughout and has summed up the season. Yeah. Um, like, you know, quite accurately. And, oh, shit. Yeah. He made... Season two again, again, again. <laughs> yeah. What we're actually going to do is we thought it was too expensive to make a new season. So we're just going to put out the episodes of a previous season <laughs> and hope no one notices. It's going to oh, be man. fine. It's going to be oh, fine. Oh man, what if that's what Paramount's doing? What if they're like, season two of Discovery did so well and they were like, okay, why did it do so well? Was it because of Pike or was it because of everything else? Right, mm. let's just keep making the everything else and let's also make Pike. What if that's their thinking? It, oh, I just found it incredible. And bear, bear in can mind... I, can I... I make a guess? Is this from a certain fucking giant fucking robot no. that we know? No? no? Who's this from? Uh, this was... I got it off a, a different podcast and then looked it up and it wasn't... I didn't... The second source I found wasn't giant freaking robot. Son of a bitch. But I, I, when the Star Trek 4 news came out, because Discovery, when when they first contracted like TNG and Voyager and DS9 and, and things like that, they contracted everyone for five seasons, which is why when Enterprise went up to five, they just didn't renew. Oh, when Enterprise went up to four, didn't it? They, they just didn't get them back for five. They didn't care about it. We're not going to renew you after five. We may as yeah. well not make five. Yeah. But af- after after this season of Discovery, just film a film on those sets with those same yeah. people. Because yeah, you're man. not going to make Star Trek Four with the Kelvin cast. Make a cheap movie that can make 200 million. You can make put it, it out on your streaming service. Yeah. Well... No, they don't put movies on Maybe. the streaming service. I mean, if you feel like it, <laughs> if it's yeah. not too much trouble. But, um... but imagine a, a Discovery movie with, instead of writing 13 episodes, they write good two-episode length. Yeah, man. They combine it into a movie. They put the budget for a whole season into a movie. And they just go, okay, all Do this Sherlock. has to make. Do Sherlock. Yeah. 
like Sherlock did, it was three one and a half hour long episodes yeah. each season. Do do like Sherlock. Yeah. And then all it has to make, because it'll be cheap to make, all it has to make is um seventy million in the in the mil- uh, in the movies and it's made its money back. Whereas if you make a Star Trek four, it has to probably make five hundred million to make yeah. money. Like, You're not gonna the, make five hundred no, no, million with Trek. Like, no one wanted it. No one wants it. We like Pike Which now. Discovery or... or... We li- like um, start fucking the Kelvin movies. No one really yeah. wanted it. No one really mm. wanted it. There is no. There aren't enough Trekkies who are like, my favourite Star Trek Yeah, is the handsome ones. Yeah. Not even the handsome ones, the pretty ones. The handsome ones is Strange New Worlds. Yeah. Um, but the, but if, you do, if you do Discovery movies for a year or two... Then you get enough time to build up the strange new world cast to to whenever you want to start cutting off that universe because it's got a ticking clock on it, hasn't it? Really, and then do a strange new worlds movie because people want that. Yeah. And then again, Absolutely. they're cheaper. Who's going to be more expensive, Ethan Peck or Quinto? It, I... It's. You're gonna get Ethan Peck for for half the price, and by then he'll have a good couple of seasons to really get into the role. Yeah, you know, but... I don't, I don't see why Star Trek Four. But yeah, we've gone back to Star Trek Four. My fault. Fucking well, so, at least someone did, eh? JJ <laughs> 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 yeah. Abrams is just sitting in an office somewhere, being like, "How do I an- an- announce it again?" I want to announce it a, a third or fourth time and get yeah, people to, like interested in this movie I don't intend to make. Um, yeah. Um, so okay. that's it for the news. How, how do you feel? Um, I, I feel we, we've had some sad news. We've had some happy news. And we've had some frustrating news. So I, I feel we've yeah. run the gambit of emotion. Yeah, how about yourself? I feel informed. Hmm. Yeah. So, on to this week's latest episode of Star Trek Lower Decks. Uh, Hear all, trust nothing. This is episode, what, six? Six. Six. We're most of the way through this season now. That's crazy. Three episodes to go. Anyway, what, what, what do we do now? (laughs) What did you think of the episode? We do (laughs) non-spoilers. I thought you were. I thought I've you been were at work to the... today. Yeah. I've been at work today. I don't usually work before we we do we film this. Yeah. Um. I made a million copies today. Uh. Non spoilers. Yeah. yeah. I, I like this episode. Um. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's too spoilery to say that this is, like, mostly attendee episode. Yeah. I'd say, mostly attendee episode. Furthest her story more than anyone else. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's nice. You know, we had Rutherford last week. Was that last week? Um, and and now we're getting Tendi. I mean, how Tan, do you feel? You're circle. getting you're getting everything everything you asked for. Well, getting well, not everything. No, but some of what you asked for. Because you one of the things I asked for. Rutherford. No, I want them all together. I don't want them Tendi and Rutherford and Mariner and Boimler. I, I want them together as a foursome. Um, I think uh, I get I get what you're saying now. Yeah. I think I get what you're saying now. Because I'm thinking about other Star Trek and they're working towards the same goal. And even if they're splitting up, yeah. 
it, it'd be like Geordie and Data doing some science yeah. and Riker and Picard doing some diplomacy. Yeah. Like... But they'd be doing it for the same thing. Yeah. Whereas Lower Decks, the A, B plot, and in this there's a C, are completely separate plots. Yeah. That they, you know, come come together at some point. But they don't come together because they're working towards a common goal. They come together because, you know, shit fucks up, really. And yeah, then even I when shit fucks up, now. the B and C have no involvement in fixing the A plot. Well, you didn't get that. I didn't get How that. How do you feel? I, I, I thought it was still a, a strong episode. I, I thought they got a, a shitload done in half an hour. Yeah. Yeah, man. Because um, the the B the A and B do do a lot. I thought C, yeah, fine, whatever. C does nothing. I also don't think it's too much of a spoiler to say that this episode is set on Deep Space Nine. Yeah, like it, this is it, the DS Nine. been marketed as such, and like as a DS Nine fan, there was only maybe one thing that would have made it better. I'm not going to say what it was yet. Uh, yeah. But, like, DS9 is my favourite Star Trek. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I, I I thoroughly enjoyed this episode. Just seeing DS9 in animated form was fun. I feel yeah. like they definitely, like... I don't know, something about the measurements and everything, something about the look of DS9, it just felt like the Deep Space yeah. Nine on Star Trek Online. Yeah. All those, like... Like, the um, the sets for it. You know the the sets, the the drawings, the three D models. <laughs> I know what you mean. Yeah, I, I thought were perfect. You know, were the is it a spoiler to go like the okay the promenade? You know, perfect. You, there's the dartboard in Quarks. There's that weird Bajoran symbol thing, yeah. the red thing in the background. Yeah. There's the spiral staircase. There's the infirmary. There's you know um, different Direct rooms of the DS9. Well, we don't know. Well, um, it's yeah. there. It was there in the background. Does it say Garrick's over it? Yeah, it's in fancy writing. Oh, okay. Oh, very good. It's fancy because mm-hmm. it's Garrick. And he's well, fancy. yeah, he's a fancy boy. He's a fancy he lad. A fancy yeah. Um, but yeah, good episode. Would recommend. Yeah. Um, and yeah. then after, after you watch it, watch that other thing. Yeah, the uh, TNG. Yeah. 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 No, I mean Rings of Power. Oh, that other thing. Yeah. It keeps... I'll watch it eventually. It's all right. <laughs> I tell you what, it's all right. It's all right. The ending of the last episode had me going, holy fuck. Okay. Like, literally, like, holy fuck. Like, out loud. I exclaimed it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll just want to do... I haven't watched, or I've watched the first episode of House of Dragons. I haven't watched any Rings of Power. I haven't watched any Wheel of Time. I want to do them just in, you know, once the season is finished, do uh, do them as one. And I need to do um, Ring of Time first. Um, uh, I'm not bothered by first. that. But yeah, for yeah. The House of Dragons good. But we're not talking about those. That's no. my fault. That's my fault. I am a weapon of mass distraction. Um, yeah. uh, spoilers? Spoilers. Do we want me to do the episode rundown? Yeah. I apologise because it's still a bit long this week. Uh, I tried to cut it down in, in the pre-show. Anyway. Yeah, come on, what happened? 
So the Cerritos is heading to DS9 to support the Vancouver in a post-Dominion trade negotiation with the Karima um, by delivering goods and uh, goodwill gifts. But the Vancouver has to pull off because they've got an exciting mission to do. So Captain Freeman is going to do the negotiation herself. Um, Boimler, Tendi, Rubberford are all excited because it's their first time at DS9. But Mariner's been there before, as we know. Uh, she gets roped into going to her girlfriend Jennifer's friend's party. Uh, the party is a bit too touchy-feely and all, you know, weird stuff for Mariner. Um, so they accuse her of disrespecting the party. We'll come back to it. Uh, on DS9, Boiler is playing Dabo and cleans them out, really. That's yeah, what the story tells. Yeah, good man. Yeah. Yeah. Tendi and Rutherford bump into Mesk, another Orion, who won't shut up about being a pirate. Um, and won't leave Tendi alone. So even while they're moving the goods from the Cerritos to the Karima ship, uh, Captain Freeman, along with Colonel Kira, um, take the Karima to Quarks to show how profitable trade in the Alpha Quadrant is, because Quark now has a franchise, as we know from you know episodes of Picard, to discover that Quark has been using their technology to improve his replicators. They kidnap Quark, knock out DS9 and Cerritos, back with Mariner, they're locked in, and uh, the special candles are burning up all the oxygen very quickly. Uh, Jennifer tells Mariner to stop acting nice with her friends. Mariner stuns them all and themselves as they kiss to save oxygen. Uh, Tendi and Rutherford are on the uh, Karima ship as it goes to escape back through the wormhole. They ask Mess to use his pirate skills to take back the ship, but we find out he was raised on Earth and knows nothing about being a pirate. But a reluctant Tendi um, does because her family were the Orion Syndicate. Um, she goes badass, stops the ship in time for DS9 to get the power back on and track them back in. It's revealed to Freeman that Quark stole attack, uh, so she makes a trade deal with uh, the Karima for 76% of Quark's franchise profits. Episode done. Woo! Easy. Yeah, um, yeah that all happened, for sure. It did. It's for, like, so, um, should we do... Who's, whose story are we going to do first? Whose story? Should we do, just because we can knock out his story dead quick. Boimler. Fucking Boimler cleaned up. Yeah. It, yeah it's man. bold Boimler back again. Um, yeah, man. Maybe confidence is, like, uh, uh, important in the game of Darbo. Hmm. You'd, you'd think so. It's a game for rewarding, you know, financial boldness as well as... Yeah. Yeah. So. Ah, that's a good. That's a very, um, very philosophical way of looking at it. Someone's been reading their rules of acquisition. <laughs> we should say as well the episode title um, "Hero Trust Nothing" is a rule of acquisition. Ah, very one ninety. So very good, very good. Yeah, um, but he he trades all that you know latinum he wins from tripling down all the time. For a gift card and just buys DS9 crap. He's like, I don't even use, I don't even need any of this. Yeah, I can, I can get a load of that stuff. Cool. Yeah, yeah, man, cool. The gift shop, baby. I love tat. I mean, yeah. look at look at me. Like, what 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 bit of tat is within reach? Here we go. There's a stack of turtles, and one of the top one has no head. Headless turtle. Yeah, man. See? What the earth, Tat. It's what we all sit on. Forget flat earth, we're on turtle earth. Yeah, mate. Yeah. Totally. So, back to what we were talking about. What about the... Have you got anything else on, on um, Boimler then? No. Uh, like, well, yeah, it's just, you know, 
glad to see something something positive coming from bold Boimler because so far yeah. it's mostly just got him into scrapes. Yeah, this the sort of story I like for like having a because you don't need all four of them to do something special every week. I know I say like it would be nice if all four of them like work together towards a common goal, but like if they're not, just have one of them in a corner and cut back yeah. to him like once every fifteen minutes. Yeah, and if they're having a good time, then nice. Yeah. Um, apparently, also, those ladies on the vineyard aren't the only ones who fancy Boimler. Yeah. Perfect segue again. Mm-hmm. Um, to the fucking, to... like, the hell on earth pajama party. Yeah. Which, making can- uh, candles and you, you burn them with your intentions of, of what you want or what you don't want. I don't know. Hey, man, I've hung around with a lot of hippie types. Yeah. I've told you this before. Let me tell you, I've done some stupid shit. Um, me and my friend once went out to bathe stones in the moonlight. Um, me and my ex once broke never seen the moon before. No, <laughs> they to, you char- they, they were being charged by the moon's okay. energy, charging the stones with the moon's energy. Me and my ex once wrote intentions on a piece of paper mm. during a blue moon in Mississippi. Mm. And we burned them, and we, we we threw the ashes into the into the Mississippi River. Um, Yours were like break up, <laughs> like <laughs> kill me, yeah. <laughs> free, free like, me from this hell. Fucking honestly, uh, yeah. but yeah, like hippie hippie chick bullshit. It's it's a as. I've come to know that that sometimes it's a fact of life that cannot be avoided. Yeah. Um, and Mariner certainly learned that this week. Hell on earth. Yeah. Like, like yeah. you've met you've 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 met uh, partners, friends before. Yeah. But it's with two girls, and they're they're meeting because two girls. So it's all right to have them both at the fucking pajama party. <laughs> And like girls, girls alone in a girl space is yeah. very, it's very intimate, and See, it's I... it's very like they're all in their pajamas. Like mm. I bet Mariner probably knew that she was supposed to wear pajamas, but like yeah, you know, like you know that it's it's a, it's a place of vulnerability where like the mm. everyone's sharing and they're speaking their truth. Yeah, like fuck that, like like God. That'd be so much pressure. Like, yeah, like guys, for, for we don't get we don't, don't get know. invited. We don't get yeah. invited to the pajama party, and like, I'm I'm quite glad. Yeah, for people you don't know, and it's then you know state your intentions or you know burn tell us your truth. Yes, I, I didn't. I didn't think it just had to be girls. I know it works in like our time period where those parties are mostly girls. Yeah, but, like know, I am making generalization. 20, 20, Obviously, there are parties century. where there are parties. Yeah. But like it's 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 a thing. Like yeah. I don't think I'm being too gender normative by by saying that, you know, no. girls girls having girl time. Yeah. You know? We don't we don't get invited to those. Um no. and I'm fine with that. My partner doesn't do any of that shit. My partner's non binary. Yeah. Um my partner would wear a suit. 
Um, and I'm one of these people who don't who don't see gender, like they don't see race. Yeah, man. <laughs> that's a that's a sarcastic. Um, <laughs> just in case anyone thought I was being serious. I bet there's I bet there's people out there. I'm like I feel like the people say that and mean it. It's like they're going they're going hard. Yeah. Just going a bit hard. Like I don't, I, I don't see people for what they are, you know. I'm terrible uh, with names because yeah. I can't identify faces. I just don't see people. Yes, well, as Maya Angelou said, uh, when someone reveals themselves to you, don't look. Um mm. one final thing about Mariner. Uh Mariner has a drink and Mariner is drinking green. Yeah. What is Drinking it? Drinking it from like a, a Saurian brandy bottle, yep. one of those yep. classic bottles, but green. It's yeah. What is it? It it is green. It is green. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Classic yeah. Star Trek call and response. Yeah. I I thought uh, that my only real minor annoyance, and it wasn't minor annoyance the same way. I was, while I was first watching the episode, I was like. If it's 24th century, they don't all have to be girls. When the doors didn't manually release, I was like, why won't the doors manually release? The doors manually release in all Star Trek, but it has to stay closed so they do. They're shooting each other, sort of stuff. Mm. Doors. Doors. Doors are. Doors. Bloody Star Trek and doors. Yeah. It, like it no other like no other science thing. fiction franchise has had so much conversation about the doors as Star Trek. Maybe Hitchhiker's Guide with the doors that are really happy, or whatever uh, it is. Well, yeah. yeah, but that's that's textual. Yeah. Um. So, just because for my notes for the episode, a lot of it's to do with like a lot of the references at the beginning. Should we just do like the start yeah. of the episode go, go lead into Tendies? Yeah, like yeah. the start of the episode going into tendies, so we'll start tendies, tendies. Sounds weird. Ooh, give me say. those chicken tendies. Tendies, chicken tendies. If if Star Trek with a merch department isn't trying to like hook up with a food group, to oh. make chicken tendies. Yeah, mate, make them green. <laughs> yeah, make them green. Um, use fucking <laughs> broccoli in the flour. Yeah, healthy. Cool. Yeah, yeah, totally. For kids. Yeah, get, get, yeah, get loads of healthy broccoli and fucking deep fry the cunts. Um, <laughs> so, best, so, the DS9 episode, I look, we got the, mm. we got the scene with the pylons, where they go around, just, just yeah. keep looking at the pylons. Man, that theme song is a fucking trudge. Yeah. Oh, it, man. Most skip, like, probably not most skippable, but, like, pretty essential to skip when you're getting into a, a rhythm of DS9 episodes. Because, like, there's something about the yeah. music that just, more so than any other Star Trek theme song, something about the DS9 theme makes it last forever. I think it's that slow bit up top. Once it starts mm. going into, like, dun 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 like, dun 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 Yeah. I don't know why I'm doing that. Yeah. Um, and the fucking the ship, the ship that. So I'm gonna get I'm gonna get the words up. The Cerritos is on route to with the Vancouver. So the Vancouver. Vancouver, yeah. The Vancouver gets called away to deal with a brown hole. Yeah. Captain Freeman says that's not a thing, mm. but I beg to differ. Yeah. I'm talking about the butthole. I'm talking about the butthole, Mike. 
Yeah. Talk about buttholes. Yep. So I have to say on that. <laughs> we, we could lead into a Red Dwarf sketch, but... Um, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, another thing to do with Mariner. Um, she says that she's not bossy and everyone laughs at her because obviously she's very bossy. Yeah. But she thinks she's not bossy. Hmm. Which is... A cl- kind of a classic folly of um, the easygoing yeah. dickhead mm. is, you know, and it's like, hey, it's all good, baby. Let's get up to some crazy shit. And the next thing you know, it's no, you're doing the crazy shit wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'll be honest. I have fallen prey to that folly myself. Mm. Um, it's one of the reasons that her bossiness or like not necessarily self-rightness or whatever. She's a take charge attitude. She's a, she's take charge but she also takes charge in times when she shouldn't really. Mm. Um, she does a bit of Poe in what's the second new Star Wars? Is it Last Jedi or is that what the most recent one? Yeah, the most recent trilogy. What was the second? Oh, oh in, um, in The Last Jedi when he mutinies. Yeah, when he's like no, if I don't know the plan um, then I'm gonna mutiny. You go like you don't need to know the plan. He's he's very, like that's that's yeah. very mariner. There is a chain thing. of command in a military unit. Yeah, yeah. And Starfleet is military. Sorry. Yeah, know. get over yeah. it. Yeah. Um, they just have a different mission statement. They can still be military. Yeah. Mil- the mil- militaries around the world build toilets and feed poor people all the time. Mm. Um, still. War bad. War bad. War bad. Be nice if they did more of that than the the shooting people. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, War is bad. Yeah. That's the failing frequencies official stance on war. Oh, I don't Uh, know. (laughs) Speaking of war, um, we got a nice little introduction after getting onto the station. Got a nice little introduction between Shax and Dax. Not Dax. Dax. Kira. Kira. Sorry, I said Jackson Jacks because they rhymed. Yeah, yeah, she got promoted at the end of DS9. It was yeah. awesome. We got some we got some fucking guest star fucking gold this week. Yeah. We got fucking Kira. And in typical um, Kira fashion, you know, it I reckon classic. it's a running gag of, of DS9. She'll run into any sort of Bajoran and go like, Oh, oh no, we this guy. together. Oh, we fucking think Oh, remember that time you yeah. killed those kids? We oh, fought in the yeah. car. We did this, you know. Oh, well, remember when we made those dirty bombs? Yeah. Yeah. Re- remember when I was on this station years ago and yeah, still but... had time to pop, be part of this other resistance and meet this other guy? Mm. Yeah. Yep, classic DS9. Yeah. Classic. Uh, trading war crimes. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, it, was, it wasn't war crimes. They were, they were occupied. Yeah. Um, um, and closely followed by another wonderful classic DS9 trope of the villains vaguely discussing their plan outside an airlock. Yeah. Oh man, the amount of fucking exposition that we've that we've been treated to in those corridors. Yeah. I thought it was interesting as well the the carry mark for people who can't remember them. Um, and apparently they were in three episodes, but I can only remember one or two. James Cromwell played one. 
yes. in Starship Down was trying to work out why Quark was t- taxing trade between them and the Federation. And they were like, no, <laughs> why? <laughs> why? <laughs> yeah. We believe in providing goods uh, and services for a fair say, price. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I've got a Ferengi rule of acquisition. Profit is its own excuse. There we go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it was interesting having these guys as being like uh, antagonists to Quark later on as well. Hmm. Yeah, it's because they're because the, they're business people, money yeah. people. You know, it's all they care about money. Yeah. You know, money, 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 money. Um, um, then we we find out where Quark is. Um, yeah, man. Quark, Quark still Quark's, in Quarks. Still at Quarks. But he he's heading up a franchise of of twenty one. Um, you know Quarks bars, which we've seen in Picard twice, mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah. Um, but he's still working in and running the original Quarks. That's yeah. That's mental. Yeah. That's uh, sorry. I saw who's worked in hospitality for, for nearly fifteen years. That would never happen. He's a people um, person, though. Well, we, he does. Really yeah, he it, I like my customers. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm a people person. Yeah, he do, the, he does say, um, you know, he's how do I stay humble? Yeah. So for for general stuff, uh, uh, before we just talk about um, chicken tendy. Um, when you get and walk around the promenade, you know they they mention the tailors. I didn't notice it was Garrick's, but yeah, uh, Garrick's, which presumably he's still right. there. Presumably, um, but we didn't. We yeah, that was that was the the one thing that would have made this episode perfect for me was was some Garrick. Yeah, there seems to be uh, no other than um the Orion we run into as well, and one or two background people. There's no Federation on board, and there's no um. Uh, Defiance 2 stationed outside. Whoa. So. I guess maybe Starfleet's just doing security now. Well, if. Or. We, we don't know. Bajor eventually joins the Federation, but we don't know if it's yet. And it's a Bajoran station, just Federation were only there to help them along after the um, occupation. So maybe they're like. You're fine enough now. You can yeah. go. Yeah, so, kind of like yeah, yeah, kind of like America's military presence in Germany. Yeah, and and ours. Yeah, yeah. So so maybe they're all gone. But I, I when I was thinking about it, I was like, oh, but Mesk says he's stationed there, so there must be some Federation there. Uh, well, he said he was working security, so maybe they're just doing yeah, like stuff like that. Hmm. Give the Federation guys the dangerous jobs. Yep. They are a military, after all. They are, as we know. Um, um, but there's also a bat left store, and in the background you see Ferengi's doing dodgy deals with people in, in the off-corridors. We see the brig in the meeting room, the the famous like DS9 meeting room that's just a permanent set in there, so anything mm-hmm. that needs to be... A meeting of any sort happens in it. We see that. Um, Morn. Nearly forgot we saw Morn in Quarks. My man. As well, yeah. Being his normal chatty self. 
should have been another joke because you know Lodex is all jokes, isn't it? Really, or is heavy on the jokes where he's about to say something as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm surprised. Like, and I mean, it's not like they had to get a voice actor. Yeah, or would they have had to get the guy that was in the suit and get him to stand in front of a microphone for twenty minutes? Have the guy that isn't the German version of DS9, isn't it something like that where Morn says one word? What? There, there's, I, I'm sure, in one of the foreign dubs of of DS9, they have Morn say something, which is, you know. Well, I'll have to. We'll have to check that out. I ma- we'll imagine. Yeah, I'll ch- I'll check it. If I, if it's not right, I'll, I'll cut it out. If it is right, I'll try and find that copy. But imagine, like, canonically, Morn being like German, <laughs> whatever. That's amazing. Yeah. I bet he has a family that makes chocolate. Mm. It's so good, this. Yeah. Right, be- before we do Tendy then, let's go to the end of the episode bits. Um, Mariner's got a the hollow no- novel with Quark's head on Kira's body. Um made by Jeffrey Coombs's character who has a name <laughs> that's not Brunt or, or Wayne. The other one. But he certainly has a name. So... Um, but yeah, let, let's just do... Oh, and the arrest of Quark, where they just be like, they, they just go on, on, go on there and steal him away. It reminded me of the episode we did very recently the Dax one, where they just try and kidnap Dax. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking when I was when yeah. I was when I was thinking about the exposition in the corridor. Yeah, that's the exact one that that came to mind. Mm. That's funny. It's a shame we didn't have Bashir run in and like hit one of them and knock himself out again. <laughs> <laughs> what a dick! <laughs> yeah, um, but let's just do Tandy then, because fucking... yeah, but because that leads in because we've been talking about quarks yeah. and who. Actually got to go check it out and touch stuff. Um, it was fucking Tendy and Rutherford. Rutherford. Yeah. Forget so they're chilling at the bar and this there. fucking, this creepy Orion dude sidles up to them. Mm. What? Um, I've been trying to look and it's a word um, that I'm sure I found a little while ago and it's for when someone goes too hard on their own culture. Because he he's, he's not a weeaboo. He's not a weeaboo. Worf is not a weeaboo. Because a weeaboo, yeah. like uh, Reddit tells me that a Japanese, like a someone of Japanese descent in a, in, in like a, a Western weeaboo. country can't be a weeaboo. So, even, if, even if you're born and raised in a Western country, you can't become a weeaboo. That's no, because it's your own culture. Because a weeaboo okay. specifically means like when white people not appropriate... Not no, they're not it's appropriating not your culture. Asian culture. They're like way too into it. But so, I, I don't think it's your culture if you're if you're out of your country. You know, if you were Irish, you know, Irish Americans who go heavy on Ireland, they're they're weeaboos for Ireland. Yeah, the difference is like the the Irish Americans aren't like necessarily first or second generation Irish okay, people. Okay, yeah. If you're um, first I mean, or second like, gen, then maybe, yeah. Yeah, first or second gen, totally. Like, uh, my mum's American, and mm. there are 
a lot of American influences on my life and my upbringing, but mm. I don't like, I don't go around wearing cowboy boots. Yeah, that we know about. No, but... <laughs> you know, it's all—it's always the chest up on here. No, I don't. I, I have worn cowboy boots. Don't there get me go. wrong. The I, truth comes I, out. I do own my granddad's holster. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, it's. It's a thing, but he's not a weeaboo, but he is a creep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, all he reminded me of was like a bad version of Worf because Worf, raised on Earth, doesn't yeah. know his culture really, so learns it from books and learns it from like... Klingons do not smile. Yeah. It's like, no, Klingons do, you just don't. Yeah. Yeah. So Merc is trying to be like that for Orion's, but just he's not good at it. Yeah. I mean, he's getting the uh, the whole femdom thing right, you know. He is yeah, quite clearly like a bit obsessed with Tendi, which all Orion men apparently are completely subservient to all Orion women. Yeah. Which is a fun and interesting (laughs) <laughs> a lot of them have the pheromones apparently Tendi doesn't um, but yeah mm-hmm. yeah that was an interesting thing mm. um, she says she doesn't have all the pheromones I wonder if that's like I wonder if that's going to come back and if mm. maybe um, there's going to be some sort of like intersex allegory or something with yeah. With, or if uh, it's a northern or southern thing, yeah, you know, because he he's a different color green than she is. Yeah, slightly. Yeah, um, and it's hard to pin I down mean, what the green of the you know the Orions we've seen in live yeah. action are compared to cartoon. Yeah, maybe there's like maybe maybe there are blue Orions, maybe there are turquoise Orions, maybe yeah. they're just maybe they're just all green. Um. Or it's like the Romulans where they've got the we forehead that, thing. So we know but that like some, some of them, them have pheromones and some don't. So like they've they've been shown as having black hair, green hair, and red hair. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nearly so, forgot the red hair one. <laughs> yeah, man. So maybe there's a lot more diversity to the Orion people than than we knew. Yeah. Uh I liked when um, he's bothering Karen Rutherford as they're trying to get away. Um, Rutherford runs up the stairs and dangles his feet off, and then he's like, uh, "Oh, I wanted to talk about a uh, talk to a junior reporter about my life." Yeah. Uh, while he's up there, so you know, Jake references, and you know, yeah. God only knows where Jake is. He could have stayed near the wormhole to Presumably, see if his dad he... came back. Presumably his column must have done quite well because people are making jokes about junior reporters yeah. on um, DS9 balconies. Yeah. So maybe that's the meme. Mm. Maybe It probably it's... would have been a real famous column during yeah. the war as well. Yeah. Like having someone behind the lines writing... You know, if you had a American or an English guy in sitting next to Hitler just writing news... Yeah, just not even news, just like a column. So yeah. it's like it's like it's like musings, <clears throat> yeah. you know, musings of Hitler's buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Well, it's not Hitler's buddy, but like his well, neighbor, because they lived on the station. Like, yeah, yeah, musings of one of Hitler's neighbors. Hmm. Um. So yeah. that. So there's the tendy uh, reveal, isn't there? Really? Yeah, yeah. The tendy reveal. So the so obviously the shit shit pops off and the energy goes down. The Karama fucking arrest Quark, mm-hmm. and and all the power goes down, and they try to make off with him. But Tendi um, breaks out the fucking skills to pay the bills or not pay the bills because she's a pirate. Yeah. And she fucking she does backflips. She beats some people up. Yeah, she she uses uh, a cool pirate tool. She saves the day. Yeah. Breaking out pirate skills that she learned working for her dad. Mm. She's ripping teeth out. She's quick combining it with a cum badge and a, like a, a corkscrew and then throwing it against the door to open yeah. it. You know, cool. she's doing she's doing real shit. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's cool. And we, we saw like some of her ability to do action on the mm-hmm. um, the courtroom episode, whatever mm. it was, where she was like in commando gear, knocking people out. Yeah, so, same. And, same and stuff we got again. some. And we got some. We got some allusions to to her pirate past mm. um, on the episode where they went to Orion. Yeah, and people were like, oh hey Tendy, wait, and she you know kept quickly changing the subject. She changed. The subject quickly when fucking twerp, what's his name? Merc. Merc. Um, when Merc fucking said, Oh, is your family from the north? He's just talking bollocks, and she's like, nah, nah, nah. It's Merc or Mesk. Oh, whatever. I- I've been saying Merc throughout, but if it's Mesk, I have Merc. They're one letter apart. Give me a break. He's a douche. Yeah. Um, douche Ryan. Yeah, man. Um, but yeah, it was good. It was good to see Tendi busting out the skills, and you know, it, it reminded me of Spock, you know, learning to, you know, the old apotheosis. Yeah. With Spock, you know, coming to terms with his human side or mm. his Vulcan side, um, depending on which way you look at it. Yeah. Um, same with Tendi, you know, coming to terms with her, you know, family's history and, and heritage and stuff. And if there's a message of the episode, it's that really, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. It's... Coming to terms with yourself. Yeah. You know, Mariner got... having to, Mariner yeah. having to, like, you know, hmm. um, be herself, be and not be afraid to be herself in a, in a in a hmm. you know, well, I would say vul- very vulnerable place. Yeah. Um, and uh, and Tendi, you know. Mm. apotheosis like i said yeah i've got it as well as like being yourself is good and real friends want you to be yourself so jennifer is all about mariner being mariner she doesn't want her to be meek and and whatever and was happy for her to tear down her friends which you know jennifer probably needs better friends then (laughs) but the end when tendy's talking to rutherford and saying you know um oh were you embarrassed about you know, having a pirate for a friend and Rutherford being Rutherford is saying, you know, it's part of who you are and I like hearing about who you are. Yeah. yeah. Brings a tear to your eye. Yeah, man. Oh, good. You got a friend in me. 
Yeah. You got it, Fendi. Oh, no, I went, I went too far. I went Bob Dylan. You got a friend in me. Friend. Yeah. <coughs> so, like, good, a good thing for the episode. And, like, yeah, man. The only minor, again, real minor holes to punch in the message of the episode. And it's, I think, the strongest episode message we've had this season because it isn't um, Bow Down to the States, as you were complaining about. Yeah, man. Almost no, in fact, pretty much no authoritarianism this week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, other than the, the government of the Federation imposes a tax on Quark. Uh, that, yeah, that's but I, I mean, I mean that's, just, that's just... That's just, that's just, just deal you know, making, That's it? just yeah. taxes, baby. Death yeah. and taxes. Yeah. You know? But, like... They, they, the rest of the Lower Deckers skid at Mariner for being bossy. Um, and then Jennifer and her friends... Jennifer isn't particularly happy with her friends and wants them torn down by Mariner, which kind yeah. of goes against the the episode thing of like, no, be yourself, and your friends want you to be you too, and you'll be accepted and happy. By ah, yeah, no, you. still, it's nah, that's, like, oh, it's kill all, your friends. It's, yeah. Sometimes it's fun to see your friends getting come up and yeah, yeah, mm. um, definitely. In fact, yeah, um, yeah. I thought it was another trope as well of DS9 that the ship gets trapped in. Because DS9 yeah. has like two things. It's like, oh, that ship's esca- escaping. Oh, we've tracked it. Or, oh, oh no, the ship is broke. Uh, the station's broken down and we can't tractor it. Yeah, man. It has like the best tractor system in the quadrant, that <laughs> station. Yeah, man. Um, so I've got. Um... So we get some. We got we got a couple of uh, rules of acquisition. Mm-hmm. We get the episode's title. Yeah. Was the one that he quotes at the end? The it's like something an opportunity equals profit, so, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Uh, oh oh, oh. I can't find it. But anyway, they mentioned. Um, you know. Better to have less money than be in jail. Yeah, or something like that, and um, Quark, uh, you know, just reacts in some way. But got me thinking about what the rules of acquisition have to say on crime and prison mm. and punishment. And wouldn't you know? Apart from rule of acquisition two nineteen, possession is eleven tenths of the law. The rules of acquisition have absolutely no mention of, of legal systems or um, yeah. checks and balances or punishments for crimes or or the legality of anything. I, I guess they must <laughs> fall out of the rules of acquisition and go into whatever the FCA use, like Brunt's lot. Because he arrives with a pad that has like punishments all the time doesn't he yeah maybe yeah but i mean like, like like religious the constitution texts. like the um the rules of acquisition of the constitution in the occasion well, no, they're like the bible on. aren't they are they but are they like is it the constitution is it more like the constitution or is it more like a religious text because religious texts mm. always talk about the punishments for crimes did you know that in the bible 
it doesn't um it doesn't at any point in the bible say that slavery is bad but it does in the book of exodus um give you rules on how to treat slaves yeah and that you should be punished if a slave dies within four days of a beating i mean four whole days you know yeah man that's a, just that's a, a lot of administering time for... medical like for your slave yeah. for four days and then being yeah like... but the punishment isn't even severe yeah. Um, but yeah, religious texts put, have punishments for stupid crimes all the time. But the yeah, rules of acquisition but... does not see it fit to punish anyone for any form of uh, like malpractice of business. No. Is what I'm saying. Like there doesn't seem mm. to be any like, you know, it seems to be that it seems to me that the Ferengi um, economic religion um, seems to believe in totally free trade. Yeah, but uh, I, doesn't that fit with it more being a constitution than a religion? Whereas, like, yeah, there but are it's, some. But, but we're, yeah, well, maybe it's a little bit of both. Yeah, they yeah. are aliens. Yeah, but what? Totally, yeah, man. I bet you oh thought that God. was a man in a suit. No, I I just thought it was like a guy with big ears. No, have to reassess everything. No, man, he's he's uh he's from the other. Um, well, we get, it's getting on, mate. Do you have anything else to say about this episode? I have absolutely nothing to say about this episode anymore. I'm all done. Um, shall we? Uh, shall we wrap up then? Yeah. Thanks for watching. You know, like, subscribe, bell, and all that stuff. Um, I did have. If you want to watch Mariner and Bar um, Mariner and Jennifer before this, I had a summary, like a compilation of their relationship up till now yeah uh, it's, it's nice. on the channel it's somewhere sweet. it it's is sweet to see the progression um if you're on youtube then we're in podcast form if you're on the podcast we're in youtube form where if we talk about having a picture up there's a picture up um, yeah, man. there's links for ethan's twitter uh ethan's tiktok sorry in i don't have well. yeah one day I'll, I'll have to make a twitter for us i guess um <laughs> There is links for the Facebook group below and anything else that I can remember. Yeah, man. And Do if you've got this far, that. I'll put a I'll I'll put a time code for the news in <laughs> when the news ends. Yeah, because <laughs> I always forget to mention it up top. One day I will. Yes. Yeah. Um. So you know, like you are who you are. And who you are is who you are. Mm. You is who you is, and you do what you do when you do what you do. And if you got this far, you must have not been one of the type of people to get annoyed by the Stacey Abrams stuff. So <laughs> we like you. So we like you too. Yeah. Like yourself. Yeah, we like we like you for who you are. Yeah. Like Mariner's friends do, and like Tenby's friends do. Yeah. 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 Get yourself those friends in real life. Oh, uh, I want to, for, for my sign off, I want to I wanna quote my favourite new meme that I've seen a couple of times, but it's it's come up loads for me lately, and that is the classic Vulcan ad adage of um, live fast and get fucked or whatever. And... Uh, peace and long life, double the masses. <laughs> <laughs>